SITC fam. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to rate us five stars on any podcast platform. Leave us a review wherever you can. And don't forget to subscribe to LL Giselle on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and find us on Facebook at Sonographers in the Cities. Welcome to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if you've been tuning into other episodes, thank you to uh, tuning to that one as well. Um, basically, we are grateful to have you here listening to a podcast. If you're watching on Giselle's YouTube, thank you so much for your time for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe to Giselle's channel. Yes, thank you guys so much. <laughs> Yay, happy February. If you guys heard our last episode, we had Ashley on to talk about her experience as a student in sonography over there in New York, which she went to a different school than Lynn. So go listen to that episode if you're interested. Uh, but welcome to a special episode because today we're bringing it back to the roots of ultrasound and we're going to talk about how to become a sonographer yeah do you remember way back when you decided to be a sonographer i remember man you guys that like six years ago wait no more than six years ago because i was in school i graduated in 2017 but obviously my program was about two years total not including the prerequisites that I went through. So if you guys are interested in knowing what classes we went through or our stories, go ahead and listen to those episodes in the past. But yeah, a long time ago, gosh, that's so long ago, I didn't do any research. So this is for you guys who are doing your research on how to become a sonographer. Yeah, go you for going into sonography. Um, and doing your research. Yeah, doing your research because I didn't do that. But Me neither. You probably remember yours much easier than I did. Because you're yes, a new grad. Because, yeah, I'm a new <laughs> grad. Um, I decided to do this less than three years ago um, in 2020 during the pandemic. I was having career change. So I remember that kind of vividly <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> I, I think we all remember what 2020 is like for us um so again I didn't do much research on like extensive research that you guys are probably doing like reaching out to uh you know people on Instagram social medias YouTubes mm -hmm. I just knew what I wanted like I decided to do ultrasound I decided to do sonography I looked up programs around me accredited programs around me because I'm I didn't want to do that much research after you know <laughs> graduating a program and then having to sit the the only thing I wanted was a program that will help me get to uh take my boards and then I become registered and then I can work. That's like, I just was looking for the fastest way to get from point A to point B. And that's the maximum research I did. 
you know, I went to the KHAP website, looked for the all the accredited um, programs, the ones that's closest to me, most accessible, um, the ones that I think I have the highest chances of getting into. And that's why I did. Like my my path is pretty straightforward from how I envisioned it. Most of them. Yeah. And the reason I went to the KHAP website to look for accredited programs is because KHAP is the most recognized organizations that credits sonography uh, credentials for most jobs that are hiring. That's why I went there. Because mm-hmm. obviously there are programs that are accredited in different organizations. So don't forget about that part. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so go to caahep.org if you are looking for a school and know that that is the most you know popular popular way to do it. Um, but my thing is we have an episode coming in the future, which is accredited versus non-accredited schools. So we'll talk about that more in depth later. Mm-hmm. But just know that a majority of people will tell you to go look at a KHEP accredited school. Now, Ashley's story on our last episode, she chose to not go to a KHEP accredited school. Like Lynn said, it is accredited by another organization, but you got to do your research. So today we're just strictly talking about how to become a sonographer. And there are a few ways you can do that. Like Lynn did her... Uh, certificate program because she already had a bachelor's degree so there's four ways you can do this one is a sonography certificate program and that is usually pretty quick uh maybe around 12 to 18 months or a little bit more than that uh and then you've got your associate's degree so you can do that for about two years it could be Anywhere from 18 to two years, depending on also the prerequisites and what the program uh, is requiring from you. Third, you can do a bachelor's degree, which is what I did. So that's typically a four-year program. can be longer than that if you still have undergrad, prereqs, all those things. Um, And then you've got a master's degree in sonography. So you can do it those four ways. And... Do your research. I didn't do my research. I just knew I was going to go to nursing school at my college at UNLV. And then when I didn't want to do nursing, you know, I've tried to figure out how am I going to do ultrasound and there was a program there. So mine was pretty straightforward. I just found the program and I just went into it. You can use that caahep.org website to help you find an accredited program near you or around you. You can do a lot of research on Instagram and YouTube, like Lynn said. Right now, the the field is growing, still growing. And I did my videos back in 2020. If you guys watch Chrissy DMS, she did her videos a little bit before that too. So you can see that since then, it's only been maybe what, three years or so, And there's been so many Instagrams that have been created by students and people out there all over the world. So check those out if you're doing your research. But it's pretty straightforward to become a sonographer. You just have to make your checklist and figure out, okay, what program you're going to and then what they require. Go into that program, take your classes. You have to do clinicals, of course. A lot of people ask me, can you do ultrasound online? Lynn, what do you have to say 
to people who want to do ultrasound online? <laughs> you cannot. In my personal opinion, you cannot fully learn ultrasound online because it is so hands-on. You can definitely learn um, like didactic learning online. However, with scanning, because scanning, I would say is about 50% of ultrasound. Mm-hmm. The other 50 is uh, knowing. Um, so education. Uh, 50% of it is uh, scanning and that has to be done in person. You have to be taught in person. Then that it's just practice. You know, you get better with practice with time. And that requires in-person learning. Yes, 100% agree with that statement. You do need to have a physical probe in hand and scan on a person. Yes. Quote, unquote, patient. Lynn's school actually had... The Sonosim. Oh, my goodness. That that is like virtual learning, but it does not work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's programs that have those kinds of things. I didn't have that when I was in school. I, I prefer to learn uh, by scanning on a live individual than learning virtual with a, um, a mouse or like a pad. It's, it's, a, pr- it's a probe, it's a probe. And, but it's like you have to calibrate it mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's like glitchy and then when I'm scanning down is and i'm actually holding it up you know it's like kind of glitchy well yeah you also had phantoms but you couldn't take phantoms home right they were in your lab clinicals or something like that yes so um phantoms are a little bit better than you know the virtual what do you call those i don't know because i didn't have those (laughs) they're like they're like i I guess I don't even know what they're called. But you just scan on them from home yeah. or something? I got this like this gel base that I, I can scan on, but I usually don't because it's just this thing that hmm. I'm supposed to imagine that that's the patient's like stomach or huh. like neck. So I'm just, like, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, technology these days, they're trying to make it more accessible, right? For people yeah. to learn, but... Yes, you can do online classes, but you should still get your learning and scanning in real life, in real yes. time, on a real person. Because that's where you learn how to scan. With real pathologies. Mm-hmm. So after you, you know, do your classes, do clinicals, after all of that, you can, depending on the school you go to, you take a board exam. So to become a registered sonographer, you have to take board exams. And we don't just take one NCLEX like nursing students do. We don't just take, you know, a few like doctors do at the USMLE. They think, I think they take one or two. They take two, I think. But we have to take a physics exam. And we also have to take a specialty board exam. And there are multiple specialty board exams. So that's where it gets using but if you go into this field just know you do have to go through school you have to go through clinicals and scanning and practicing and then you have to go ahead and get registered and take those board exams there's a there's ARDMS I think there's CCI is it ARRT um and then you take those exams you become registered and then you apply for a job you get hired depending on what they want 
And then that's how you become a sonographer. Yeah. <laughs> so come join the club. Yeah, club sonography. Come hang out with us because we're so much yeah. fun. We're a cool group of people. <laughs> we really are. Though. Yes, we are. Um, and there's a Discord that I have with a lot of students in there. Um, Lynn has a huge community on her Instagram. We do have sonographers in the cities on Instagram as well. Lots of people out there sharing their stories. So how to become a sonographer. There's lots of videos out there on YouTube, but we did want to put out an episode again, a new refresh episode so that you guys can keep on doing your research. And every year there's going to be new students. There's going to be new people coming out into the field, which we really hope, right? Because the healthcare field is pretty crazy right now. And a lot of places are short staffed. A lot of places need more sonographers. So Mm -hmm. we want you to come into this field and, you know, become a sonographer. There's a lot of different types of sonographers too. We've talked about that in prior episodes. So keep on doing your research and uh, get lots of scanning practice in because that's what being a sonographer is all about, scanning. Yeah. One thing I like to add is that um, yes, there are a lot of uh, sonography accounts on Instagram. Everyone is sharing their journey. Everyone's journey is different. Ours is different. Mine is different from Giselle's. Um, just please know that there is a general path, like Giselle just said, to become a sonographer. But you also have to know yourself too if it will work for you. Just because it works for someone else, it will necessarily doesn't mean that it will work for you so just a disclaimer or like please no <laughs> don't expect no. it to be exactly like everyone else you I know because everyone is different yeah that's good to mention that and location is different too mm-hmm. right yeah because what lynn went through for her to go through a certificate program is going to be probably different from somebody else who's trying to get an associate's degree, which yes. is different from someone else who's trying to get a bachelor's degree. Yes. Um, and that's why we get guests onto our podcast so they can share mm-hmm. their story and how they became a sonographer. Cause there's not just one track to go through. There's so mm-hmm. many different kinds. And that's what I really like about this. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many ways that you can, get to where you want to be like everyone's from different path in their lives and they become a sonographer yeah and we're all to we're all like together because we have one common interest mm-hmm. you know because we connect through sound <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> and the thing is is that any sonographer can relate to yes whatever the other sonographer is saying or feeling. And it's this unique like bond, I think, or connection that we all have because even if someone's an echo slash cardiac sonographer, which is a someone who scans the heart or someone who's a general sonographer who scans everything else, we all have very similar, you know, pathways that we went through to go into that field. But we all had our individual different struggles and wins and difficulties and we all can relate to each other. Yeah. And being in the healthcare field has shown me a lot over the past few years, especially after the pandemic. What about you? 
it's definitely um how how do you say this um widen my horizons in the past <laughs> two months that I've been working <laughs> now that you're a new grad sonographer yeah there's a lot <laughs> there's like a lot to take in a lot to adjust a lot to to you know learn it's a lot <laughs> I'm sure when you got there you didn't expect a lot of the things I expected to learn a lot I expected to be taught a lot because I'm brand new you know I only know the minute minimum that's required for me to have this job mm-hmm. and I expect to be you know trained but then the other parts I didn't expect was like the work dynamic, work environment, toxic behaviors, all, all that spiel yeah. that comes with any workplace, mm-hmm. you know, on top of what I'm supposed to be training and learning and absorbing everything. So it's just a lot to handle right now. Right. But at the end of the day, you going through everything you went through, becoming a sonographer, um, in your certificate program, everything that you learned, would you say is worth it? Yes, because I love it. (laughs) Me too. I would say it was worth it. I mean, I was in school for maybe six years because I graduated high school 2011. Mm -hmm. And I went from nursing to ultrasound. So I graduated in 2017. So that's about six years, right? Mm -hmm. And going through the motions, just trying to check off those classes, right? So if you guys are lost and don't know where to start, talk to a counselor or an advisor of the program that you're going to want to go into, ask them what classes you need, ask them how to get in, what are the requirements? And that's going to shoot your way through and give you the pathway to become the sonographer because you have to decide, okay, which school you're going to do all your research figure it out, do your checklist. And when I was going through all that, I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to be worth it? Like this, I got so many classes. It's been so many years, but I knew I wanted to become a sonographer. So I pushed through. Days were hard. Studying was suck hard. it up. Yes. I sucked it up because I was like, I got to get through this. And, and I think it really helped me grow. And then the healthcare field also really helped me grow too. So I think if you want to become a sonographer and you feel like you have the passion or the skills to help other people and use technology to help other people, this is definitely the field for you. So do what you need to do to figure out how to get into the program that you want to get into and go into it with all that you have. because. Yes. It's possible to get a job right away in this field. Very much. Yes. Possible. It's very, very possible. You know what's cool? Um, I've been getting a lot of messages from parents whose, you know, children are in high school and oh. are interested in ultrasound. And they're, cool. they're like, um, they're asking about what pathways that their kids can uh, go to yeah. to to be a sonographer. Like they want to get shows kids or and and these parents are like, I want my kids to get bachelors instead of associates. And it's like, how can they do that? 
And I was like, wow, mm -hmm. I wish That's my cool. parents would do this for me. You know, <laughs> like reach out to someone, uh, a stranger on social media asking about this. Yeah. Instead of like them going to a guidance counselor, you know, like that's really cool. Like I love how these parents are so supportive of their um their children's interests and stuff. It's yeah. just it's amazing. I was like, that's I never cool. expect to have parents reaching out to me, but yeah, I that's like cool. And you yeah. you like say, Oh, I got a podcast, I got some YouTube videos. <laughs> I re I definitely refer them to the podcast because of what we've <laughs> talked about definitely applies to high school students mm -hmm. yeah there's a ton of videos on our channel where it says like you know how to become a snogger or yes a lot of episodes where we talk about you know what classes you need the struggles that other students go through that you will go through when you do become a student it's all out there for you and it's all free like you don't have to pay for youtube you yes. don't have to pay to listen it's to a podcast. Free, free information. Free, 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 free. Yes. Our podcast free is free, guys. <laughs> Please subscribe <laughs> and download and listen and rate us. <laughs> yeah, and hang out, you know? So yeah. it's definitely a good field to go into. Like I said, if you are trying to figure out how to become a sonographer, we always say do your research. One, pick your school. Two, get through school, right? Um, get through the classes three do the clinicals learn how to scan four get registered and then five you basically go apply for a job and jobs you start working yeah. it'll go by fast I think too once you start to get into it I I mean I didn't know I was going to school for six years and then I finally graduated I'm like what where did time go <laughs> I think now that we look back it seems fast because i feel like when you're in it seems slow it didn't go as fast <laughs> yeah it could be faster yeah it really could but if you guys have any questions you know you can always reach out let us know uh a lot of the links in the description box will help you get to where you need to go obviously there's google where you can just straight up say how to become a sonographer. There's YouTube. Yes. How to <laughs> um, and there's Lynn's Instagram, which you guys should go follow and our sonographers in the cities Instagram, because we just want to be there to help you guys. And if you're interested in getting onto this podcast, let us know as well, because we would love to have you on and share your story on how you became a sonographer. Yes. I think Giselle just said it because I'm just like, what else can I say except what Giselle said? Um, again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope that it has been helpful for you. And um, please stay tuned to next episode where yes. we have more insightful information on sonography. Yes, and more <laughs> conversations. So. And more was it divergent divergence tangents 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 ultrasound tangents yes <laughs> we have it's, a lot of that yeah we do but it's okay because yeah. we're trying to show you the real raw and unfiltered unfiltered reality that you yes. guys are about to embark on it's possible to become a sonographer 
in two to four years. So if you put your mind to it, you can do it. And we'll see you guys on the next Next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for connecting through sounds with us. We appreciate you and can't wait to connect with you again next time.